What's up, survivors? Holly Boy's coming here live from my hotel room at the pageant. <laughs> this has been such a crazy experience. I'm so thankful to um, have really had this opportunity. There has been so much growth, so much confidence, so many things that have happened in this week. And I want to tell you a little bit about it today on this Walk-In Wednesday. Welcome to the Surviving Life Podcast, where everyday people share their stories of inspiration and hope through their challenges. This will be a reminder to you that there is always hope when you feel hopeless. There's always light when you feel surrounded by dark. And there is always a way to live in your life instead of exist in it. We are all survivors of this life. And this podcast is meant to inspire you to go out and live your best life. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You guys, this has been such a crazy, amazing week. I am so fortunate and blessed to be a part of this system. So those of you who don't know or just tuning in maybe for the first time, I decided about a year ago to go out on a limb and check off a bucket list item and do my very first pageant. I was... I don't know. When I was a kid, I always wanted to do one. I thought those ladies on stage just looked so confident. They were beautiful. They were, you know, all the things that I wanted to be as a little girl. I'd watch the pageant and like, wow, this is great. Then, you know, a lot of life happens in between there and you just get to the point where you are um, kind of putting excuses. And I had, you know, that dark period of my life where there wasn't anything great that was going to be happening during that phase. And by the time I came out of that dark period, I really was too old, honestly, is what I thought to do anything like that. So I have been giving and giving and giving to my kids. And then this gal, one of my friends, Kristen, decides to ask me, hey, I'm doing this new thing. And I'm like, well, I love new things. I love being the guinea pig. I love being the first at, you know, at anything, honestly. I hate being last. Um, But she was like, I'm doing this pageant. And I'm like, oh, nope, not interested. Not going to be in a swimsuit on stage. And she's like, we don't have a swimsuit portion. We um, don't have a talent portion, although I was ready for that piece. Um, She's like, we have a costume, we have evening gown, we have interview. So we have some traditional elements of pageantry, but we also have this other component that is really kind of like a mastermind where we're going to meet each week. We're going to talk about goal setting and we're really going to focus on self-care and you and I was very intrigued. I'm like, what do you mean a whole pageant system full of girls that are are really truly going to get along and not be catty and not be, you know, kind of crazy and trying to win and cutthroat? Like cuz I don't really put myself in those kinds of situations not because I don't love competition, but because that type of energy just throws me off. And so I think when I decided to do it, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this on a whim. Let's check this off the bucket list. Apparently I'm not too old. They have a 40 and up category. So I'm like, okay, let's do it. And honestly, the thing that scared me the most was telling the world and telling my friends because I could just hear the eye rolls in the back of my head or see the eye rolls, I guess, in the back of my head. And I was really worried about what all my friends were going to say. And if they were going to just think that I was having a midlife crisis or if, you know, I was having some kind of issue in my life that I needed to go out and do some kind of beauty pageant to fulfill my myself internally. 
it wasn't really like that at all. I just wanted to prove to myself and maybe show a few other people along the way that we're never too old to chase one of those dreams. We're never too old to, um, you know, go after something that we may have wanted in the past or, why not try something new and get that bucket list check? I mean, every year I challenge myself to do something that makes me uncomfortable. I've jumped off the stratosphere. I've run marathons. I've done triathlons. I have, you know, hiked mountains. I've done all these things, but I've never done anything that kind of challenges me on the inside. And so this was the perfect opportunity to, um, you know, gain a little bit of self-confidence and um, not be so worried about what everybody thought about me. So this entire year, I pushed myself to talk about it. I pushed myself to post about it. I pushed myself to you know, stop comparing my journey to other people's journey. That's kind of the piece that happened without me realizing it happened. So when I joined, I, I said, yep, I'm going to totally do it. I'm going to get uncomfortable. I'm going to do these scary things, walk in a dress and heels on a stage and, and be judged. You know, like judgment for me is one of those things that I try to avoid at all costs. I hate, I don't judge people, so I don't like it when they judge me. Well, this is purposely putting myself in a position to be judged, right? So I'm like, okay, I'm going to I'm going to make this happen and I am I'm going to get uncomfortable and do this this scary thing. What I didn't realize is how much internal work I was going to have to do in this last year. Internally, I had to unpack a lot of baggage. A lot of baggage that came with comparison, a lot of baggage that came with um, you know, just feeling not worthy enough to do something. I think that when I initially started, I didn't think it was going to be as challenging in that respect as it actually was. There's been numerous periods of time that I wanted to just leave and not do this anymore because it got too uncomfortable or I was too worried about what everybody else was doing. And I hate even saying that because I, I try really hard to not worry about what other people are doing. But when you're in a position where you are looking at other people's social media every day and they're like, they're out in the community and they're doing all these community service pieces and you're at home just trying to like make it. It was really, really hard at sometimes um, to kind of like be, well, I'm not even going to win. So why should I even try? And there was this old story that I used to tell myself in my head that if I wasn't the best at it, then why even bother? Like, don't even go out there and do it. And and that is a story that I really wanted to change because I think what happens when we start gaining confidence is, you know, we set that goal, we go after those things, we we have the gratitude for all these opportunities, but then then we start to go, oh, wait, these are old stories that have been in my head for a long time. And they're starting to make me, you know, stop and, and make, make me want to stop doing something that could potentially be very rewarding. And so I'm really thankful for the people in prime pageants, pageants, specifically, um, Kristen for checking in on me, giving me the tough love when I needed it and just being like, no, you've got this, you've got to keep going. You've got to keep doing this. Um, because I don't think that without that 
that talking to me and that just kind of talking me off the ledge type thing, I don't know that I would have continued because I, there was a small period of time where I wasn't doing anything related to the pageant. I wasn't trying to grow the platform that I had set out to, to grow. And so then there was this, this recommitment point somewhere in January where I'm like, no, I'm going to make this happen. I'm not going to quit just because I'm not the best at something. I'm going to keep pushing myself and I'm going to keep trying. And even if I don't win, I'm going to keep moving forward. That's a tattoo on my foot, you guys. Keep moving forward. I got to live my own advice. I can't keep living in this space of you have to be the best or don't even bother. That's not a story that has served me and it's not a story I want to keep. So I had to continue to make a different choice. So here we are. I've made it through the year. I'm sitting here in my hotel room on the day of the pageant recording this right now. I am so amazed at the growth internally that has happened in terms of just confidence to do scary things. Let me tell you about a couple of things just this last couple of days. I never wear red, (laughs) like never, ever, 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 ever. I feel like red draws too much attention to me. I feel like red is not my color. I feel like I'm more of a black person, you know, like I want to wear black clothes and blend into the background, right? I am challenging myself to do all these things. And so part of that was, um, you know, choosing an interview dress. And I was going to go with a, a bold color. And then I, I honestly went back to this beautiful, um, black interview dress. Well, I don't know if it was luck. I don't know if it was divine intervention, but there was a problem with that black interview dress. And right before I left, I had to make a decision for a different one. And I had this red one and I thought it fit well. Um, it, you know, like my, my body type or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it, but I feel so uncomfortable in red, but I need to push myself out of my bubble. I said this whole year was about confidence. I said this whole year was about being uncomfortable and I'm very uncomfortable in red. Let's do it. I do it. I have never felt more confident in a dress than I did in this red dress. And I felt like I don't know. I I wasn't worried about if there were eyeballs on me because I was just out there doing my thing, being bold and pushing myself. The other thing that usually happens is I have makeup artists um, do my makeup because I'm so bad at makeup, you guys. I have my hair in a ponytail and very minimal makeup almost every day. And I don't practice makeup very much. So why would I be any good at it, right? This, this week, I challenged myself to do my makeup at least one of the days. Now, maybe tonight's, um, you know, big show. I actually did have somebody that's going to do it because, uh, you know, it's pageant makeup. It's stage makeup. It's, it's a little bit more than I know how to do. But I did my interview makeup yesterday, and I'm so proud of myself for making that step happen. Um The other thing, we're walking around Disney Springs in our tiaras and in these sparkly shirts. And normally the thought of that much attention on me in public absolutely makes me want to go internal and just like almost go hide in a corner. And I'm fine with attention. Like if I'm standing on a stage and I know that I'm going to get the attention, it's very different. Like I can go out and present a speech. I can go do my thing. I can go on an interview. But when I am wearing something where people are going to be just looking at me like a big giant tiara in the middle of Disney, um, it definitely made me uncomfortable and more uncomfortable than I thought. 
So throughout this whole process, I've been realizing some of the things that have actually been holding me back in this life. I'm too worried about what everybody else is thinking. I'm too worried about, you know, not being the best at things. I'm too worried about all these things that, you know, I thought maybe I had dealt with already, but I clearly have been telling myself these stories over and over. And so Back when I first heard people talk about pageants, they're like, oh my gosh, they're so great for confidence. I'm like, yeah, right. That's just something that beautiful people say that are in pageants, that it's a bunch of crap. And, you know, they're just saying that because they won, or they're just saying that because they're just already gorgeous. They don't need to worry about all the things that I need to worry about. I'm too, I'm too large to be in a pageant. I'm too, um, old to be in a pageant. I'm too, um, you know, like I'm a, a hot mess mom, that that kind of person doesn't go in a pageant. So how am I going to build a confidence? So yeah, whatever. I swear you guys, I am the most ordinary human being on the planet. I wear sweatpants and hair in a ponytail. And I am out here challenging myself to do this. And I don't need to look like anyone else out there. And you don't need to be like anyone else in your life. We can just go out and be the best versions of ourselves possible and amazing things will start to happen. Opportunities will come out of nowhere, so to speak. Um, even though it's not nowhere, there's just this, this confidence that comes out of you when you have, have figured out how to move past that fear and people can sense that people can sense the fact that you are confident in yourself. People can sense the fact that you're authentic, you're genuine. And this whole system is full of people like that. Now, I don't know anything about other pageant systems, but we have people from other systems um, in this group. And it sounds like it's not the exact same, you know, thing going on in those. There's some obviously, but, but there is some of the other kind of, um, you know, more caddy type stuff. I am telling you, this is probably one of the best bucket list items I've done. I've, you know, like I said, I've hiked mountains, I've ran marathons, I've gone to Greece, I've, I've done all these things, but this is one of the most, uh, just one of my most favorite bucket list items that I've ever checked off only because it has made me grow so much internally that I can't go back to life the way that I was before. I can't go backwards now. I've already grown. I've grown out of that shell. I have, I have now, you know, like the, what is like the little hermit crabs. Once they grow out of their shell, they go in the new one and they just keep moving on. That's what's happened. I've grown out of that old me. I've moved into the next level of me and I'm not, I'm not changed as a person, you know, with my values and my morals. I'm just changed as a person in terms of my growth and my potential and my, my feeling on what I can accomplish in this world. If I can do something physically scary, uh, demanding, if I can do something, um, physically scary, if I can do something just for pure joy, if I can do something internally that makes me struggle, I can do anything you guys. And so can you, you are never too old. You are never too anything. Insert whatever word you want. Um, big, small, you know, uh, <laughs> rich, poor, whatever. You are never to anything to try something else. And my entire mission um, has been to create confidence after chaos this year. If I'm fortunate enough to go on, and maybe even if I'm not going to go on to the next um, step in this competition, 
I want to help those people over 40, specifically you women over 40 out there. Um, I want to help you create more confidence and realize that no dream is out of reach for you. It doesn't matter what your age is. You can be fabulous at any age in your life. It's never too late to chase a dream. So if you have a dream to chase, whatever that may be, if you want to go back to school, do it. If you want to be in a pageant, do it. If you want to do, you know, if you want to go to back to, um, you know, I, I, I don't know anything, you guys, nothing is impossible. I mean, there might be some physically impossible things for you, you know, like, um, if you want to run a marathon and you, uh, have a bum knee, I mean, besides fixing it, there's not much else you can do. Right. But if there's something that you've always wanted to do, why would you go to the end of your life and just not do it? It just doesn't make any sense. This life was meant to be lived. And that's our purpose here. It's it's getting uncomfortable, pushing ourselves out of our comfort zone. It's growing and it's living. Those are the order that we keep doing. And each year, challenge yourself to do something scary, out of the box, not in your norm. Stop worrying about what everybody else is going to think and just go chase your dang dream because you're worth it. And you don't want to get to the end of your life, um, whenever that may be, and go, gosh, I wish I would have done that thing. And as a cancer survivor, I know very much so how you can be fine one day and not the next. And so if you can live each day taking steps in the direction of what you want in this life, you're going to be just fine. And no matter if your time's up tomorrow or in a hundred years from now, you are truly going to be living the life that you're blessed to be here on this planet and live. So I hope that inspires you today. I hope to come back on here um, on the next episode that I'm on the walk-in Wednesday and tell you all about pageant night. Hopefully there'll be a nice large crown on my head, but if there's not, I will never, ever, ever be sad that I did this ever because I've taken more from this process than imaginable. And so if I, if I win or don't win it, that's irrelevant at this point because I've already grown and I've already done the work. So the, the winning is just a bonus, um, you know, like a bonus point. So it is going to be a fantastic night. I've got to go get some professional hair and makeup so I can look a little more extra tonight. And, uh, I will talk to you guys later. I'm so excited. And uh, till next time, my friends, have a fabulous day. If you'd like to learn more about what we're doing over at Holly Boyce Fitness, please visit the website www.hollyboyce.com and you can sign up for a free weekly newsletter with fitness, food, and fun and mindset tips every single week right to your email inbox. And guess what? Because you would be a part of the VIP squad, you will have first access at all amazing new programs and new things that I'm doing. I would love to have you join me on any social media site. And again, I'll see you next time.